Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm your host, Karosh. Uh, we're at PAX today doing a few more of, of these really cool uh, developer interviews we've been having. Um, I'm here with another great interview, uh, another great interview with uh, a developer that uh, worked on Untitled Goose Game. Um, do you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about what you do and what this project is? Um, so my name is Jake Strasser. I'm one of the four people who are in House House, which is a, a studio in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, we're making this game, Untitled Goose Game. Uh, yeah, you are a horrible goose, and you're here to ruin everyone's day. I, I remember seeing the trailer for this. Um, I think it was at one of the recent like Nintendo independent like tr like bunt groups of trailers, and it just there was some like a charm to it that I was like, it's simple but it's just fun and relaxing and. Um, I don't know. It just it was endearing to me, and I, I saw you guys at the at the event um, at PAX here. And have you been speaking of PAX? Have you been enjoying PAX? Um, uh, it's a love hate relationship yeah. with PAX. I think really, um, it's pretty tiring. It's lovely to see everyone playing the game, uh, and it's really rewarding. But it's also just long days and feels. I don't know. Everyone gets to see your game anew, but you have to stand there and watch a million people come through and have the same experience. So it's sort of like. It's great that people are having a good time, but it does get repetitive and <laughs> does go for a long time. <laughs> You've been having, like, it's like an endurance, I'd imagine, because it's just, what, three, four days of, of constant. Uh, do you ever get a chance to, like, spend time with other developers or, or like, have a little bit of downtime? Or how, how are the evenings then? Uh, yeah, the evenings have been nice. We'd, so we all went out last night to a few different parties, and I'm feeling a bit dusty today, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's lovely to, to have the chance to be in the same city as everyone because we're in Australia. We you know we get over to the states like two or three times a year, but you know it's still only friends that you might see just two or three times a year. So it's it's always lovely to catch up and and see everyone and kind of yeah kind of uh, rekindle those friendships and make new ones. It's lovely. So I have to ask, Untitled Goose Game. Why a goose game? Why now? Like. Um. I mean, the origin story is just that we kind of think goose are funny. <laughs> um, and when we were kind of spitballing for our next, like we were finishing our last project and we're trying to work out what we wanted to do next. And just uh, one of the guys posted in our Slack just a stock photo of a goose and said, why don't we make a game about this? And that was it. We just sort of it kept making us laugh and we kept finding new funny things about it. Um, from like like a goose is this sort of quite menacing, interesting animal that has a heap of character um, and it's sort of scary but silly in sort of equal proportions um, and so like the animal itself is funny that it's just two colours that it always looks like it's a bit cross uh, and then we started just imagining like situations it could be in and that kept being funny to us so we just eventually decided to give it a go and try and actually make it happen and you've you've self-published as well and everything um so we were doing it ourselves we so in november last year we put out a trailer um because we we're going, going to a festival called fantastic arcade in austin um and basically just wanted to have something online so that if people saw the lineup they could go to a website and see what the hell this game was um which is kind of why it's called Untitled Goose Game. We just like, we ran out of time and we hadn't found a title yet. And so that, it sounded good to us and it stuck. <laughs> um, and so yeah, we released this trailer and 
realized like we thought we were making this game that like was funny to us and maybe like wouldn't have that broader reach because um, being in Australia we don't really have geese at all like they're not really a thing um, they're sort of we see them as like this funny storybook animal um, but so we released this trailer and suddenly a lot of people got this really good reaction from it and it turns out yeah a lot of people feel very strongly about geese we had no idea um, and so from there like yeah people got really excited about it and so Panic who was our publisher they, they came into the mix um, and so they published Firewatch um, and now they're publishing us which is the obvious next step from Firewatch to Goose Game <laughs> The immersive sim to the the immersive goose title. I when I saw first saw this, I saw Untitled Goose Game, and I thought it was like a, a temporary thing. We're like, okay, we're, this is still in development. Maybe a year from now, they're gonna early gameplay footage. But then I saw more of it. I'm like, oh, it, it kind of it works with it, like the vibe, the humor, and everything. Um, you said it was yourself and, and three other uh, uh, colleagues. What was if you had to say like just want to highlight one aspect of the design from like when it, you got that image and you were sharing it to now like what is one of the things you enjoyed developing or, or making with this game? Um, so my my sort of day to day job has become uh, like level design and all the I sort of make all the stuff in the game. Um, there's me. There's Nico who's the programmer. Um, there's Stuart who's mostly the animator and character designer. Um, and there's Michael, who's doing a PhD, so has a bit less time than us. Um, but he's sort of, he has the best taste, so he's the guy that we go to if ever we need to, uh, like, just make sure that things look as good as they possibly can. And, um, like, all those sort of very nuanced decisions, he's the guy to go to. Um, but I think my, my highlight so far, um, I... When we were first, like pretty early in development, I'd, I'd modeled the goose and, and animated it. Uh, and it was kind of, you know, you could control it around, um, but it, it would always just stay looking forwards no matter where it was. And it was the day that I put um, IK, which is a way to animate things so that they uh, sort of follow a target. Um, and I made the goose's head IK, so it, looked, so it made it look like the goose was always looking at the gardener. Um, and to me, that was sort of that's been one of the most magic moments in development because suddenly, what was this sort of quite static animal? It suddenly felt like it had its its own kind of life and brain behind it, and suddenly it created this relationship. Because as soon as like the goose is really blank, it's you can read a lot into it. Yeah. Um, but and so once these two characters started looking at each other, there was a relationship there. And that was a, it felt like a big deal. Like it, it was suddenly funny in a way that it wasn't before, because like each moment, like when the goose just stops and looks at the gardener, and the gardener looks back, like suddenly that's a dialogue. Um, I definitely feel like when I see that, whatever, like in the trailers, when I see that, it's just like it's now it's not just like a random goose falling, like in the, menacing this guy. It's like he's got a vendetta, <laughs> and it's that personality thing. So I appreciate that you took the time to do that. Your friend, your colleague that has a PhD, is it in goose psychology or? <laughs> um, it's much more esoteric than that. He's, um, he's doing research in London. He's, um, okay. uh, so that Marie Fulston, a friend of ours, is the curator for the, um, uh, 
Um, Marie Fulston, a friend of ours, is a curator for the V&A Museum in London. Oh, wow. Um, and they're putting on a really big games exhibition at the moment. Um, so Michael's doing a PhD on uh, games in sort of art spaces in the gallery space. Uh, so he's over there doing research with them. Did you have any uh, studying or like when you're animating or making the movements of this, um, aside from the, the, the aspect that you've added, did you have to look at like general maneuvers or, or the, like how, how geese move and stuff? Or did you kind of just go with like how you felt in your, like you said, you've seen them and, and whatnot. How, how did that go? Um, there's surprisingly little actual research into <laughs> geese in this game. It's definitely like we're definitely... I think playing more of, uh, yeah, this idea of a goose as a character from storybooks. Um, so we like, we get to take liberties in that way. Okay. But I think when, definitely when I, when I first modeled, the goose is based on like images. So it's sort of proportionally correct. Um, and when we did the first animations, we definitely like, you kind of have to think about something's physicality to make it like, all the weight look right when you're animating something so like that's probably the most research in the geese that I've done just watching videos and seeing how that walk happens and like where all the wiggles happen and stuff um, but apart from that no we barely know anything about geese <laughs> <laughs> and I have, I have one last question at your booth right now um, with Panic um, I've noticed people of all ages playing this game um, was that part of your goal of like, did you have a target audience or, or, or you were just hoping it was, because I've seen little kids really getting a kick out of it. I've seen grown uh, adults having fun and laughing. I love, it's just, it, to me, it's, it's so, it's so cool how such like a simple design can like have such a broad, uh, would you have any thoughts on that? Um, I think when, when we, when we set out to make something, I think we make it for ourselves first. Um, but we definitely like, We definitely work towards uh, like making games for as as broad an audience as possible, and we want to try and get people interested who wouldn't necessarily play games. And I think a big way to do that with this game is yeah through through comedy and through uh, how sort of friendly and forgiving the game can be. Um, and it's also through I think making it quite spectator friendly. So we our last game was a local multiplayer game called Push Me Pull You, and that was all about spectatorship and all about you know being in the same room watching the same screen um and so we approach our game design as well uh with a sense of spectatorship in mind so that people who are sitting you know next to you can watch the game and and read it and know what's happening um and i think that's a really good way to get people who wouldn't necessarily play games normally to to maybe pick up that controller and have a go because they can uh, just see and in intuit what's going on. Like nothing's nothing's really hidden in the way that uh, they can be in games that are like more sort of I don't know complicated in their inputs or like yeah like you don't feel overwhelmed by looking at this game. You kind of get what's going on. You got the main thing in the middle of the screen and there's this stuff around you. Like it's pretty clear. Well, thank you, Jake, for taking the time. I know in your busy schedule to, to speak with me. Um, I just wanted one last question. This game is available uh, on which platforms and when can people find it? Um, so Untitled Goose Game is coming out in early 2019 on Switch and computers. Um, you can wishlist it now on Steam if you like. We'd love you to. Um, yeah, keep an eye out for it. Thank you, Jake. And where can people find you or your team if they want to like reach out on social media or wherever? Um, so the website for the game is goose.game. 
It's a real website, we promise. Uh, we're very happy with that URL. Um, sign up. You can sign up for there if you want to stay up to date. Um, otherwise, you can follow us at, on Twitter at house underscore house underscore. Okay. Thank you, Jake. Pleasure meeting you today. <laughs> <laughs>